Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to a new edition of the EKN Outlap. It is episode number 56, April the 25th, 2023. And those of you may be new to our podcast program, our Outlap is the opening piece of uh, content for our EKN Trackside Live events. We go to the events, we start things off with our preview podcast, it's EKN Outlap. And again, we've been doing a lot of them. This is number 56. We are getting set to talk about the next round of the United States Pro Kart Series. My name is Rob Howden, joined uh, by David Cole, who will be trackside down at Speed Sports Racing Park in New Caney, Texas this weekend for that event. Uh, first time that the USPKS has gone to Texas. Lots to talk about today. And again, this edition of the Outlap presented by Parolin USA. It all started back in 1994 when former kart driver Albino Parolin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Parolin was born. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory race team at all the major Supercarts USA, USPKS, and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis line for the 2023 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for Junior and Senior Drivers, the 28mm Opportunity Model for the Cadet Classes, and the Daytona 4-Cycle Chassis. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parallel. For more information, head to USA. Dot com. All right, David, let's bring you in on this one. Let's do this. Hey, do we have to do the WWW? It's, it's 2023, Rob. I think I think everybody knows. You know, that's 100% true. I just, it's literally, <laughs> it's literally just an automatic deal sometimes. It is. Automatic pilot. Yep. I just don't know why to do it. Yeah. It, you're like the blow-up doll in airplane. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. Wow. Like, no one's going to get that reference if, unless they're 50 and up. You realize exactly. that, right? Maybe I know, four. but that, I can say that. You can I'm All right, sure folks. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. The kids can look it up. <laughs> uh, this is the United States Pro Card Series uh, edition of our Outlap here. The, the Texas Grand Prix happening this coming weekend, uh, April 27th to the 30th. Speed Sports Racing Part, Allen and, and Jessica Rudolph's facility down there. I, I was, I've been there many times. Love the place. You're going to go there for the first time. You're going to dig it. Uh, but Dave, round number two of the a five round championship series, a little bit of a different approach this year for the USPKS with one main event every weekend. That'll of course happen on Sunday. Uh, they'll run through that, but it's uh, it's round number two. The first round was fantastic, and I think everybody's going to love getting into into Texas for sure. Yeah, the eleventh season of the United States Pro Kart Series is certainly a new era in terms of the organization moving to five race events, moving to one round per weekend so and and now heading to uh any uh facility west of the mississippi yeah something i posted today this is the furthest west the series has gone since where did you did you catch that i saw it yeah shano wisconsin yeah it, you know it's funny because you, you look at shano badger uh cart circuit autobahn or cartplex uh, cart circuit autobahn you got it right in, in joliet yeah yep. yep. So those are kind of like the most Western events and they all are facilities and they all kind of align very similar. Even Road America, you add that in. So four four facilities that are kind of like within 50 mile radius, you know, radius of the uh, long or latitude line. Correct. I think that's latitude. Yeah, Does the latitude go vertical? I can't remember. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Come on, you, you, are you not a geography guy? No, I am not a geography guy. I was an English <laughs> major, dude. <laughs> Listen, I'm an English major. You're a math. Hold on, hold on. Why are we talking about you're not, a, you're not a graduate? That's right. You're not a graduate. I did not um, graduate. I'm a, I'm a class, um, and, a half, yeah, a class so, and a half away. Yeah, the first event across the the Mississippi River. So that's a, a big uh, moving stone, a stepping stone for the series. Uh, excited to be part of it. Excited to get to Speed Sports, and you know, looking at the weather. 
70 to 80s for the highs. Chance of rain probably most likely on Thursday, but they're saying Saturday maybe a chance as well too. So that's going to be the question mark for me going into the weekend is, yeah. is what's the weather going to be? Yeah, 11th uh, season for this program as well. We're in a really kind of a cool place here, folks. I, you know, I've been doing this for 25 years now, and early in my run as a journalist, there was a lot of rate, a lot of series that would be around for two, three years, four years max, and that was it. They're gone. The Scusa Pro Tour has been around since 2010, 11 seasons now for for this uh, this program. We talked about the Florida Winter Tour has been around for 25 years with different iterations, different owners, right? 16 uh, years for Challenge of the Americas. 16 years for the Challenge of the Americas. We're in a, we're in a place right now with a lot of stability in terms of programs. So you, you take it for granted. We don't because we've been around long enough. Uh, you know, we we find ourselves going to different series every year. Something new, a new series would come up, but. Uh, we have stability. 11 years for this fantastic USPKS program. Uh, David, let's talk about the track itself. You haven't been there. You will. You're going to enjoy this place. Eight-tenths of a mile. They run it the clockwise direction. And I'll, I'll let you kind of roll through some other stuff. But I'll tell you this right now, folks. There's probably six, I would say at least six, quality overtaking opportunities. Because the way you have to drive this track to be fast opens up a lot of inside moves. It's a great race uh, track to call action on for sure. Yeah, constructed and began construction in 2015 and opened in late of 2016. 15 turns, eight tenths of a mile layout in the clockwise direction. Again, the or the layout designed by Alan Rudolph himself. And as I already mentioned, the first visit for the United States Pro Kart Series and first ever trip west of the Mississippi River, with Shawano, Wisconsin, being the furthest west event. Uh, that United States Pro Kart Series has been to up until this weekend. And really, Rob, that was kind of my thought going into the track itself, because you've been there, you've driven it. Yeah. What is it similar to anything else that we have in, in the U.S., or is it kind of a standalone facility and then as you said talk about some of the passing opportunities well, that's really weird i don't know that i've, I've ever really kind of take, taken the time just to, to, to compare it to something else obviously it's, it's number one it's flat there's it's no there's no elevation changes uh but there, there's a lot of double apex corners which i really like there's a couple of hard braking corners as well that you really got to get the cart to rotate uh but there are parts of the track where you got to carry a ton of speed right you get your you know when you get through the one two three complex you're carrying a ton of speed you have to place the cart in the right spot Getting onto the straightaway is another double right-hander to come onto the back straightaway, which is crucial. But again, you know they got that long, long run down into the into. I think it, I think they call it turn six is the long, end of the back straightaway. So the you yeah. know, opportunity to pass in there. Uh, otherwise, the over/under coming into the next corner as well, you can pass there. Uh, and then there's another kind of a double right-hander where you have to be wide to, to make the pass on the inside. Guys will dive into there. Uh, again, there's a, there's a number of hairpins where the wide opening is going to allow drivers to get to the inside, although it also, of course, presents an over-under, right, if somebody's blocking on the inside. So uh, it's just so, – there's so many places to pass. This is definitely not a one-lane racetrack. That's the beauty of it. Uh, the weather's going to be different. I've never been there, of course, in the in the wet. If it, do, if it ends up raining a little bit, I think – was I there? No, I don't know if I've been there in the rain before. I was there for some Texas Pro Kart Challenge events as well. The rain would definitely make things interesting for sure. Uh, but overall, uh, back straight away, bunch of different places to take, you know, deep moves to the inside to, to kind of to battle in the apex going, going, obviously it's different because the start finish line is away from wherever, where the grid is and the paddock is. So you got turns one, two, oh, very similar to Orlando in terms of that, at least, because you can't see who is actually crossing the line first, unless you're alongside of it, but there's that turn one, two, three, four section 
Like, is that pretty much a follow the leader section or are you able to maybe dive in and get I, inside somebody? I, I think in turn three, so turn one is a, is a left, you know, kind of a fast left-hander. It's not, it's not a 90, it's more of a 45. You kind of, you just roll a lot of speed through there, but then you've got to set yourself up for turn two. And as you come over to turn two, you know, you're kind of placing the cart in the right spot. You want to jump the curbing a little bit. Guys can make a move to the inside there for sure. More so when you come out of that corner as well, as you go wide, you know, come through the left-hander, you go wide to set up for the double rights. Somebody can dive down the inside of the double rights as well and get a, get a run on the entry to the back straightaway. So there, there are, there are passing opportunities. It's, you can't, once they get past turn one, you really can't see two, three and four, uh, two, three, that four, because it's from where you are in the, in the booth, the actual uh, rental cart building is right there. So you can't, you can't see turns uh, two, well, from at least from my vantage point in the tower, you couldn't see turns two, three and four. You'll see them so come have, back up. So yeah. we have to yell at Alan for that then. Yeah, I get a list hundred percent ripping down on that one. <laughs> then he'll take your name off the tower. Don't do that. then. I like, my, <laughs> I like having my name on the tower. That's cool. Let's uh, hey, run us through the event schedule. I know uh, optional practice on Thursday. Everybody's going to be rolling here in a couple of days. Let's uh, run us through the rest of the schedule because it is a bit different to a Scusa pro tour. Some of the other programs. Yeah. Thursday optional practice run typically by the racetrack itself. Uh, so a lot of drivers take part in that, probably 90%, if not 100% of the drivers will be there on Thursday. Then we get into official rounds of practice, four rounds on Friday, uh, followed up by qualifying at the end of the day. So we'll know who are the top dogs by the end of Friday and who everybody will be chasing come Saturday when we have warm-up and three rounds of heat races for each category, 10 laps each. So a couple laps less than what we did at Orlando. That's one of the things they're changing up. Uh, for the event at Speed Sports is is kind of dropping the laps a little bit. Uh, then we'll head into Sunday with warm-ups, LCQs, and that'll, those will be eight laps compared to 10 at Orlando, and that'll be for the K100 Senior and K100 Junior fields. Top 40 in the heat points move to the final. Top six from the LCQ will continue on, so you'll have a full grade of 46 drivers in those two categories. And the main events will be 20 laps each, uh, aside from the cadet divisions, then those will be 18 laps. There you have it, folks. That's your event schedule for round number two of the USPKS, which will be taking place at Speed Sports Racing Park this coming weekend in New Caney, Texas. Time for our first break. When we get back, David Cole and I will go by the numbers and have a little look uh, at the entry lists that we have for this coming weekend's event. Wins in the sport's biggest races and championships in national and regional series all over the country, they're all on Nitro Kart's growing resume. Nitro Kart continues to make its statement as the best, fastest, and winningest cadet chassis on the American market. In 2021, Nitro Kart won the three biggest crowns in America in the Microsoft division, with Matteo, Rosu, and the Scusa Pro Tour, and both the Super Nationals and the USPKS titles with Keelan Harvick. At the Super Nats alone, three of the top five drivers on the podium got there on a Nitro Kart. The results are clear. If you want to win in cadet, get a Nitro Kart and join our team. At Nitro Kart, we're all about driver development. Nick Tucker and the Nitro Crew's racing resumes are extensive, and their passion for helping our kids learn is unparalleled. Racing is about consistent learning, and that's what we're all about here at Nitro Kart. Never wanting to quit, we've continued to extend the reach of our driver development program. In addition to expanding into the junior and senior karting categories, we've also launched Nitro Motorsports, which will field two cars this season in the Trans Am by Pirelli series one being piloted by karting champion Brent Cruz. Not only can we develop your young driver, but we can also provide the platform if a move to cars is in your plan. And our second seat is available. If you're serious about your driver's career, contact us today. 
fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. Ignite Karting utilizes the spec Margay Ignite K3 with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the Junior, Senior, and Masters classes compete on the same Ignite K3 chassis, which puts all the emphasis squarely on driver development. Additionally, Ignite Karting is accessible at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for the 2023 season include the Ignite Majors, which begins with the annual trip to the Daytona International Speedway as part of the WKA Daytona Kart Week as part of both the sprint and road racing events. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regionally based Ignite Challenge, which just finished up a record-setting season in 2022. Local club programs have also been established in other states all across the country, from Idaho to Texas, Nebraska to New York, with more tracks and clubs joining the Ignite Karting program. Be part of fast fun and great memories with Margay Racing at an Ignite track near you. All information on Ignite events and Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at ignitekarting.com. Get off the couch and out onto the track in 2023. Ignite Karting, fuel your passion. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at www.franklincart.com where all our products are just a mouse click away. We're constantly adding to the growing product selection on the online store and we ship daily to ensure products get to you quickly. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, ceramic products, driveline branded products, Briggs & Stratton engines, OTK products, and of course, the championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fill your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to innovative engine works by FMS our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Welcome back to episode 56 of the EKN Outlap, our preview podcasts of this weekend's USPKS event at Speed Sports Racing Park, the Texas Grand Prix. Uh, launched the uh, program for 2023 at Orlando, part of that uh, month of Orlando, essentially. Uh, 303 drivers is what they ended up with in Orlando. Uh, Pre-entry numbers, David, for Speed Sports in the Texas Grand Prix, 276. Knowing kind of the walk-ups they get, wouldn't be surprised to potentially see them break 300 again. Yeah, I think that's the goal. I thought they were going to get there and the pre-entry count, of course, capping uh, the mini swift category at 46. So that's part of it. I think they could get a lot more entries if they were to open that yeah. up. But again, time table only allows for that category to one to run one session with K100 Junior and K100 Senior over 50. Get 50 for the junior category and 54 for K100 senior. Plus the addition of pro shifter. That's really where the time constraint runs because now we have eight categories yeah. compared to seven or last couple of years and pro shifters at 16. So just a couple down from 
from uh, Orlando. So it's a good start, but there's going to be a lot of uh, Texas influx in that category as we'll get into it a little bit later on. But again, most of the categories remain the same except for X30 Jr. down to 17 from 29. So a loss of 12 drivers there. Uh, and again, just, you know, that's just kind of the, the, the ebb and flow of numbers right now. Uh, the junior category, we had a lot of graduates move up. Uh, you know, we got some of the minis that moved up and they go right into the K100 junior, not quite yeah. into the X30 category. So yeah. I think that's kind of where we're lacking it. You know, there was a big, uh, you know, scuttlebutt on, on social media about, you know, where are the X30 numbers? Well, pro is right there at 34. So they continue that streak of being over 30 uh, that they've carried for a number of years now. <clears throat> Excuse me. But really, it's just the junior category. I mean, we, we keep saying it, you know, kids are moving off to cars. Kids are doing this kid. You know, the mini guys are just getting into the, the K 100 junior, not graduating up to the X 30 yet. Uh, you know, so a lot of different factors into, into that, you know, I don't think it's the package. I think the X 30 junior categories produce a lot of great racing uh, over the last few years, but I think it's just the ebbs and flows of, of, you know, no different than, you know, school, uh, um, School numbers, school district numbers, they up and they go up and down all the time based on population. And just kind of this is the uh, the year that numbers are a little bit down for, yeah. for the junior X30 junior category. And it's interesting, too, when you think about, uh, you know, you go to you go to Florida, you know, we, we talk about California. It's the Cal speed bump, right? When when series mm -hmm. like the, the challenge would go to uh, Cal speed, the local drivers would run, but they wouldn't potentially run all the other series. So when you start the USPK off in Florida, there are a lot of drivers that only race in Florida, right? Or they only race at Orlando. I'm sure there was a ton of drivers that, that only are kind of local Orlando racers who maybe aren't making the trek to speed sports so you have the florida drivers and then you look to replace them potentially with the texas drivers right because obviously there's a, there's a pretty strong uh IME program running in the texas uh, the texas uh, region all the events that, that happen there so micro swift goes from 31 up to 39 so 39 drivers in micro almost 40 in the micro category 46 in mini dropped to 17 in junior as you said there's not a lot of x30 juniors i think running the regional program in in texas uh, there is not. There's, <laughs> there's none. Mean, yeah, in the regional program, right? they don't even run that class. That's right. I'm yeah. thinking more club wise. Um, the, the, the surprise to me a little bit with KA100 Masters because the, the KA100 Master category is very well supported in Texas. They end up with 20. Now, granted, maybe there's guys that are going to enter late. Maybe those, maybe they're, they race enough because I know that there's obviously a lot of racing going on in Texas. But I was a bit surprised by only 20 drivers in the KA100 Masters class. I am as well. You know, I thought with the, the Texas Sprint Racing Series getting over 20 guys yep. uh, for their program, including at Speed Sports just uh, in March there before the Scusa uh, Pro Tour Winter Nationals. I thought we were going to hit, you know, 30. That, yep. I thought that was going to be the number. I know a number, a couple of drivers obviously have work uh, conflicts, so they're not able to be there, such as David Grande. So. You know, that's part of it. So you just you don't quite know, you know, calendar wise, it's it's April towards the end of April. You know, you don't know if they got kids going to proms or kids graduating college. There's, you know, master's guys, they got kids and jobs. That's it. That's <laughs> you it. know, it, that's what dictates life. their life. <laughs> yeah. And then they can go racing when they can. So, um, yeah, I thought we were going to have a lot more, you know, looking at it. One, two, three, four, five, six, six drivers from Texas. So, um and many of them were already at Orlando. So that, that, you know, that's kind of the disappointment there uh, in terms of the, of the numbers. That's, that's the only really disappointment in terms of numbers right now. What about, what are your thoughts on pro shifter? Yeah. Pro shifter at 16, you know, it, again, it's, we've, we've gone over this, you know, 
was there a need to add this category to me personally? Not really, but the, the series has done that. And so, uh, you know, 18 was a good start, but like you said, it had a Florida bump a little bit. Yep. Now it's going to get a Texas bump. So what happens when we go to regions that, you know, aren't very shifter friendly? And, you know, when we go to Newcastle, when we go to GoPro, you know, we don't ever see shifters running at GoPro. Yeah. Uh, so that 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 that'll be the one that will kind of be the question mark of like, OK, is this thing going to hold on throughout the year? Yeah. Hopefully yeah. it does, because it seems like the teams that are at USBKS are behind it. You know, you obviously have many of the big names, many of the top 10 in the shifter cart driver rankings that we are going to be releasing today, you know, are in in the field. So that's part of it um again just you know we got to start building numbers at the at the regional level and, and local level in terms of shifter cart racers that's true all right folks there you go we'll get things underway with the by the numbers 276 pre-entries going into this event the texas grand prix when we get back it's time to dive in class by class in the next segment we'll go x30 pro ka100 senior and pro shifter for over 20 years greg bell has been building race winning power for cart racers one need only look at his team, Leading Edge Motorsports. He's always built edges for his team, and the results have been wins at the biggest races in America, the Scusa Super Nationals and the Rock Vegas events. The name on this program, Mega Power. This year alone, Bell and Danny Formell teamed up to sweep the Rock Shifter class on the Florida Winter Tour, all on a Mega Power engine. If you want to win shifter cart races, it's time to put Mega Power on your cart. Mega Power specializes in gearbox engines, such as the TMKZ, Rock Shifter, and IME Shifter, but with almost three decades of engine building experience, Bell develops winning motors for X30 and Mini Swift and everything in between. The combination of Greg Bell's engine building skills and his chassis tuning knowledge is a potent mixture. Greg's helped catapult many drivers to wins over the years, including Mercedes F1 star George Russell, who won the Super Nats 14 in 2011 with Leading Edge Motorsports. Increase your odds of winning at this year's Rock Vegas or Super National events or throughout 2023 by calling Greg Bell today at 209-747-2613 to put mega power in your corner. CRG is one of the most iconic brands in karting and we're primed and ready for the 2022 season with new material and a never-ending focus on winning. CRG Doordam is the North American distributor for all CRG products. Based outside of Houston, Texas, CRG Doordam supports CRG dealers across the continent, reaching every corner of North America. The CRG KT5 is our new chassis for tag and shifter racing, and it's been designed specifically for the U.S. market. The KT5 features 30mm construction with a 32mm front loop to increase front grip. CRG's new Ven 13 brake system is cutting-edge technology with a master cylinder that allows for pressure regulation within the system. Drivers can customize brake pressure to their own requirements to improve feel and to avoid brake lockup. The cart is finished with new KG 507-508 bodywork that has refined aerodynamics and reduced weight. For cadet drivers, the 2022 CRG Black Mirror is already logging positive results to start the new season. This chassis will be making big waves in 2022. Longtime CRG drivers will be happy to know that the CRG Road Rebel, the standard in quality and performance, is still available. 
With four cycle racing enjoying consistent growth in North America, CRG's FS4 chassis is the ideal choice for racers in Briggs and Stratton competition. From pure racing to karting entertainment, many tracks, both indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the CRG Centurion rental cart line. Five different models for both gas-powered or electric engines can fit any track's needs for a new rental cart fleet. CRG Nordam has a full inventory of rental carts available for new and existing facilities. For more information on the CRG product line, head to www.cartcrg.com and to inquire about a North American dealer near you, please email us at info at cartcrg-nordam.com. Kometic Gasket is a leading worldwide supplier of gaskets and engine sealing solutions for karting, automotive performance, power sports, original equipment, and the remanufactured engine industries. Kometic karting gaskets are available as OE replacement top-end kits or as individual gaskets and seals. Just like competitive carters, Kometic can operate on the fly and has the unique capability to customize any gasket to meet specific engine requirements and clearances. All of Kometic's fiber materials are asbestos-free and do not require any additional sealants. Viton oil ring cylinder head seals are used in each two-cycle kit and Kometic's four-cycle engine kits feature only the most advanced multi-layer steel head gaskets. Kometic can tailor to engine builder specific needs through bulk ordering and packaging flexibility. Kometic gaskets are must-haves for championship winning teams across multiple disciplines of both professional and amateur motorsports. Kometic gasket, sealing championships since 1989. Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network, episode 56 of our Outlap Preview Podcast, talking about the USPKS Round number two at Speed Sports Racing Park in New Caney, Texas. Rob Howden alongside David Gold. We're diving into the Texas Grand Prix. We'll start with X30 Pro. We talked about it in the by the numbers. Still over 30 drivers, 34 in total. Arius Duke Medjian coming back. And that was a kind of a surprise return for Duke Medjian. He ended up being the winner coming out of the gate. Uh, so again, Duke Medjian, David, with the uh with the win, but does not roll into to Texas as the point leader, as uh, of course the points kind of being uh, you know spread out through all the heat races and everything. So again, Dubedjian got the win, but doesn't go, come away with the point lead. Yeah, and you know that's that's going to be the biggest thing in the championship hunt is is the uh, the heat races and how you perform in those. Yeah. And looking at that, you know, even the 50, uh, 50 point bonus for top qualifier. So that's a lot of points for qualifying. So every session really matters. So if you're not in the top 10 in qualifying, you're losing valuable points towards the championship. And so, you know, you look at Brandon Carr, he fit, he qualified second overall, finished second in one of the heat races, about top five in the other two. And then, you know, uh, main event, I think it was just outside the top five as well or inside the top five. So it, it you know, being consistent throughout the weekend helps get you points. So I would not be surprised, you know, again, looking at overall the points championship, on all the categories, if you get multiple champions without a victory, I mean, that could be a possibility yeah. no different than what we've seen at, you know, Alan Andy Saisman the challenge in America's has a really cool point system as well. But I think this really makes every single session very important because you look at uh, second in points, Aiden Grata, who is actually not going to be there uh, this weekend due to health issues. So we wish the best for him as he recovers from 
I believe it was an allergic reaction to something. Yep. Uh, so we do hope the best for him. But he had two heat wins. So that helps put him in a third place runner up or a third place result in the main event. So that put him second in the <clears> points. <throat> you know, that's two heat wins and a third place. You're expecting, oh, I should be, well, you know, a championship leader. Well, Brandon Carr was a little bit more consistent across the board because Aiden Ingrata had a DNF in the opening heat race. So again, every single session is going to matter in these championships. And I, you know, again, that that might help Brian Norberg, you know, slowly creep back in because, yeah. again, had that disqualification and qualifying uh, in Orlando that put him at the back of every field in the heat races, got into the top 10 uh, through the heat races and then finished second in the main event. So that put him six in the championship, mind you, 94 points back. But again, there's a lot of racing to be had and to be done. Yeah, top five again. Brandon Carr leading the way, 35 points back for Aiden Ingrata, who will not be there. As you said, an allergic reaction sent him to the hospital, so it'll be a drop for Aiden. Uh, Paulie Massimino, 45 points back. Duke Medjian, 47 back. Uh, Ellie Goldstein, the TV cart driver, uh, 77 points back. And then Norberg, 94 points back. And a lot of stories, though, here for X30 Pro. We'll have to roll through. Number one, no Ingrata, as we've talked about. Aiden will not be there. Goldstein is actually coming back for TV cart, which is great. And a couple of big debuts, two hot rods from uh, the UK, David, who have come over here for 2023. Joe Turney back again with the Cart Republic crew and Harley Keeble with Sodi Racing USA and PK Sports. Keeble back again after a win at the Challenge of the Americas, a strong debut at the Scusa Winter Nationals. Both those drivers making their USPKS debuts here this weekend. Yeah, that just really amps up the field for the United States Pro Kart Series again making it more and more an international field as this, as the series continues on. You, you got it, you know, again, you had in Norberg, you had in Goldstein, uh, Carr, the British driver as well, too. Uh, Ingrata would have been a Canadian. I, I'm sure there's another Canadian in there that would be uh, in, in the hunt as well. Probably, uh, I'm looking for him, uh, Zachary Clayman DeMello. You know, he's 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 been, Nor he and Norberg have been uh, going at it, especially yeah, that weekend, so... <laughs> makes it a very big international field, but, uh, you know, Turney Keeble, Norberg, uh, Matthias Morgado, you know, yeah. braining world champion. There's, well, there's listen, so before, many before we go through the grid and throw names in here, I, I was at the, in Bermuda this past weekend at the Lindos Grand Prix, right? Running with the Bermuda Karting Club. I didn't hear about this. I'm reading the script that you've got laid out here. Paulie Massimino to Mike Doty racing. What's going on? Yeah, they announced uh, Speed Concepts announced his release and uh, looking at the entry list that he's moved back to Mike Doty Racing. Ooh. I asked him personally what was going on, never got a response back. So okay. uh, I'm going off what the entry list tells me, and that's Mike Doty Racing aboard wow. Cosmic. So back to MDR, working with Mike Doty and Mike or Brandon Jarzakrak. So that'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, dynamic with that. And, you know, because again, the, they didn't really have a lead driver right now. Their lead driver is in K 100 senior. They didn't have anybody yeah. in X 30 pro category. So maybe that'll help, uh, you know, stir up some X 30 drivers and under their tent, uh, moving forward. But, uh, yeah, so that's interesting. So essentially that left a spot open at speed concepts racing, especially with Ingrata not being there. And I believe it's Austin Garrison. That's going to replace him, uh, at the, uh, as the, uh, X 30 senior driver under okay. the tent. So uh, other stuff that I you know, obviously I think to look at, you mentioned Morgado already, obviously coming off a, a big win at, at the Scusa event, getting things dialed in with PSL Karting and the Burrell Art guys. Uh, the one, one of the ones I thought was interesting was seeing Oliver Hodgson for J3 competition on the, on the, on the entry list for comp cart Hayden Jones, as we know with cart Republic 
uh, would look good. And the other one was Braden Eves, a former uh, you know top driver who worked his way through the, the road to Indy, which is now the USF Pro Championships. He's won a ton of races there. Uh, Braden Eves doing double duty this weekend with MPG Motorsports. Yeah, interesting. He ran K100 Senior last time. Maybe he just likes the uh, little bit of extra power in the X30 Pro or MPG really wants to put an effort in every single category. So that's something we'll talk with uh, Billy Vincent and Chase Jones there when yep. we get trackside and talk to them a little bit about that. But yeah, Braden Eves, you know, don't no, no stranger to being up front in no. the X30 category for sure. So yeah, just I mean, this is going to be an epic race, you know, oh, dude, with, with all stacked. the names that we've already mentioned. And, yeah. and then you never know who's going to come up and 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 be, you know, a spoiler. I mean, home turf, Aiden Rudolph, he's got to be That's a factor it. on the weekend. Yeah. You got to expect him to be somewhat close or at least kind of be within the within the hunt. You know, obviously, Orlando's a little bit of a difficult racetrack to make your X30 debut, but uh you know, he's got lots of laps at, at speed sports for sure. Yeah. You know what? And I put a, a Elio Mesa in that same category, right? A local Texas driver who's got lots of tra- track lap time on speed, the speed sports track. So I think a couple both he and Aiden could be quick. We didn't mention Diego Ramos yet for, uh, for PSL karting, you know, he's, he and, uh, and Morgata were, were very good. They've got that Burrell dialed in where they want it to be. And another driver again, John Burke, another Texan running with Tesoro Cartworks, uh, Raceworks rather this weekend on a CRG. So Man, there's there's so many great storylines, and and literally this field is stacked. And again, that's that's one of the things we've talked about with the USPKS. Just you know, having over thirty drivers, it's a full field. It really, yeah. truly is when you when you get that because you look at the talent pool, it's just phenomenal. All right, let's move to KA one hundred senior now. Fifty four entries. Christian Miles out of the gate. Uh, scores the opening win of the year and gets the EKN driver of the month as a result. Very impressive for Christian Miles over a, a massive field. And he was steady throughout the entire uh, weekend, David. Like we talked about, you have to get the points all across the qualifying, the heat races to be able to cu- come away with the point lead. He did that. A uh, 103-point lead over Aiden Levy. Josh Campbell sitting in third in points right now. Brandon Lemke in fourth. And Lucas Zabo uh, rounding out the, the top five. Miles are looking really good after a very consistent uh, opening round of the series. Yeah, as you said, top qualifier, won all three of his heat races, and then winning the main event certainly gives you uh, a a great uh, push towards the championship and just saw him on social media. He hasn't been in the cart since Orlando, so he's going right to speed sports, doing a lot of late model dirt stuff and and some other car stuff as well. So uh, so it's it's very uncharacteristic of Christian not to be in in the cart uh, at all. Yeah. And so uh, we'll see if he's got any rust to shake off, you know, getting, you know, going from, you know, dirt light model to, to the cart. But uh, you you look at the championship, like we said, they had three different winners in the other heat races that he wasn't in. So again, that helps his championship grow because there's no other dri- other driver that's been able to kind of match that pace. Yeah. And so 103 points already after one round. So that's going to tell you if he has a bad weekend this weekend, it's going to tighten things up in the championship, depending on what Aiden Levy and Josh Campbell do, or who are sitting second and third. But uh, it, it's good. That's I love this format, and I, I, I'm just really excited about this category because, again, 54 drivers in it as well. Yeah, and the cool thing about it, uh, not, not quite half, but kind of close to half, are from Texas. We talked about the fact 
that uh, there are some pretty pretty strong Texas drivers to watch for in the X uh, in the X30 Pro class. But 21 drivers running in the KA100 Senior class are from Texas. A lot of great drivers here, uh, David. We mentioned John Burke already. Again, one of those Texans. We can go through all the drivers from Texas, like you know the Miles Hewitts and, and, and guys that that are, are coming up again. Like I said, Elio Mesa, Vinny Miskellis. Uh, you just kind of go with Peyton Phillips. Again, Peyton's had a great start to the season already. This may be a good opportunity for him to leverage some home track advantage. Yeah, I think I think when you look at it, it's Phillips and Mesa. I think those are the kind of the two drivers that stand out that yeah. have a lot of ha- already had a lot of a success at speed sports. And so those are kind of going to be the drivers leading the uh, the Lone Star State for sure uh, on the weekend. But don't be surprised to see any of the other Texas drivers come in, like you said, Burke. Burke being one of them and yep. uh, a Braden Robertson on the CRG as well True. too. So uh, again, don't be surprised to see a lot of Texas names uh, in the top 10. Once you're looking, when you're looking at practice times. And, and like, listen, a, a, a group of veterans too, that are going to be in this program, which is one of the things we love about K 100 seniors, not just the young drivers that are in it. <clears throat> you got the Nicholas Terlecki's in there, right? You got uh, Brandon Lemke. You've got Josh Holtz. You've got Connor Ferris. You've got Braden Eves. These are drivers who have been around the top level of national racing for a number of years. Yeah. And they were able to kind of, you know, adapt to the longer main event. You know, that was something that kind of stood out 26 laps at, at Orlando now, obviously down to 20. So it's not as much as longer, but again, that was, that was a key element in, or in Orlando, some of the drivers being able to, to manage their tires during that 20 lap stint. So that, you know, cause again, you don't practice that. There's not a practice session that's that long yeah. where you're able to, uh, to get used to that. So yeah, again, veterans, that's kind of going to where they're really going to shine, you know, and, and staying out of trouble. That's something Terlecki did at Orlando until the last lap and then contact took him off uh, on the final corner. So that kind of really cost him. He's actually down. I don't even see him on the champ uh, championship. Oh yeah. All the way down to 20th right now. So, well, I could have been a drop, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that again, could be his drop. Exactly. again, we mentioned Aiden Levy already. Austin Jur is sure to be in the fight. Uh, Josh Campbell's had a great start to the season as well for Ryan Perry Motorsports. I expect him in there. Finnegan Bailiff as well for Trinity Carding Group. Those are just some of the names I think we're going to see most definitely up in the you know the top ten. And again, this this field's so deep. You're going to have a guy that could potentially win, potentially running you know 12th, 13th, or 14th because it's going to be that tight up front. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking to see. I didn't think we had any LCQ issues last in Orlando, like any like notable driver that that had to come through the yep. LCQ. I'm, I'm taking a look at that because that's going to that could possibly be a factor as well, too, this weekend. I think we'll, you'll have a little bit of that. Yeah, we didn't really have anybody that stood out that that didn't make it through or had to go to the LCQ. I think this weekend is going to be different. I think we're going to there might be a name or two that, that you're like, man, they have to go through the LCQ. Yeah. We'll see. All right, let's wrap up this segment with Pro Shifter. 16 drivers, as we had talked about. Danny Formal, a huge win for Rawlison Performance Group and the OTK product uh, in that event in, in uh, the opening round of the USPKS. But he does not come away with the championship, as we've talked all about already. Marion Kremers, more consistent in terms of overall points, but it's close. 10 points between Kremers and Formal. Hunter Pickett, 109 back. Carol Pasiewicz, who will not, at least is not on the entry list right now. Pasiewicz 134 points back, and Giorgio Carrera, 139 points back. Half the field from Texas again. So we talk about those local drivers coming up. Uh, eight of the 16 drivers, David, in the uh, the pro shifter class from Texas, which is great. I think uh, Texas has always been a hotbed for shifter kart racing. We go, you know, 
ever since I've been in the sport as a journalist and a publisher, Texas drivers have been have been big and they've had you know a real affinity for the the gearbox karting. Awesome to see so many drivers here out at the USPKS event. Yeah, and you look at the a couple of drivers that might stand out. You kind of you got to include five time Supercar USA champion Jordan Musser. Oh yeah. And then also Max Hewitt, who was a, uh, a top contender for many years on the yeah. Pro Tour, stepped away and now has come back. So he'll be with Sorrel Raceworks aboard the CRG. Uh, he's got he actually won the Texas Sprint Racing Series event there over Musser. So they went one two there. So they have the local knowledge there in terms of the uh, the shifter category. Uh, when you look at the championship with Pesowitz not there, that moves AJ Myers up into the top five. He's 146 points back after qualifying second and winning all three heat races, but a brake failure put him out of the main event. Yeah. So uh, that's this weekend is going to be all about gaining points for AJ Myers. Hunter Pickett, of course, in the fight as well. You know, we know Marion Kremers will be ready in there. Carrera's going to be in there. I think it's going to be a good scrap in the KZ class. There's a lot of good drivers up front. David, as I said, is going to be dropping the new driver rankings out here before the event comes on. So you'll be able to see how many drivers from the top 10 actually on the grid in Pro Shifter at the Texas Grand Prix. It's going to be a great race for sure. Uh, let's do another break, folks. When we get back, we'll go X30 Junior, KA100 Junior, and KA100 Masters. More to come this edition of The Outlet. Is IndyCar your dream? If it is, for 2023 and beyond, the path from karting to IndyCar has gotten even clearer. It's time to look into the new USF Juniors program and the brand new Tatus JR23. As the first step of the newly rebranded USF Pro Championships presented by Cooper Tires, the USF Junior Series will feature a six event, 16 race schedule to train racers for the move into the USF 2000 Championship presented by Cooper Tires. The USF Junior Champion will win a scholarship worth over $248,000 and the total prize fund will exceed $330,000. The series will also debut the new Tatus JR23 race car in 2023, which is a development version of the USF 22 used in USF 2000. It's the ideal entry point for career-minded carters moving on to the car racing ladder. Safety is always front and center in the mind of the series promoters, and the USF Juniors car features a halo, and the races are supported by members of the AMR IndyCar safety team. If IndyCar is your goal, USF Juniors is the starting line. For more information, visit www.usfjuniors.com and follow USF Juniors on social media. Top-level production with a focus on a single form of motorsport, karting. This is MG Tires. MG Tires USA, underneath the Vantage Karting Group banner, is the official distributor of the MG Tires brand for the United States. MG Tires are the official spec tire in the U.S. Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Challenge, and countless clubs across the country. No matter your compound preference, MG Tires USA has you covered. Whether it's the medium SH Red or the soft SM Yellow that you find at many karting events in the U.S., or the super soft green SS and the intermediate white IZ optional compounds, MG Tires USA has your winning set of rubber in stock. Indoor and outdoor rental facilities can now trust MG Tires with their solution to long-lasting and the best performance with three different compounds available through the RL line. For more info about MG Tires USA and its extensive list of dealers near you, 
check out their website at mgtiresusa.com. MG Tires, for the drivers. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Welcome back to episode 56 of the EKN Outlap. As David Cole, myself, Rob Howden, doing a deep dive into the preview of the USPKS Speed Sports Racing Park Texas Grand Prix. Uh, and again, jumping into this next category, we've got X30 Junior, KA100 Junior, and KM100 Masters on the docket here in this segment. 17 drivers in the X30 Junior category. Ernesto Rivero has been absolutely a beast since winning the Super Nationals last year. Rivera clocking a bunch of wins. Already a championship of the Scusa Winter Series done this year. He won the championship of the Florida Winter Tour, I think, too, did he not? In 125 junior competition. Uh, I think he did. I think I'd have to go look. So yeah, I'd have to go look. Yes. The, the, the bottom line is the kid's on a on a tear right now. Let's put it that way. Um uh, right now, of course, up front, one, two, three in the points are all drivers from Rawlison Performance Group. They had a fantastic run uh, in Orlando. Uh, Rivera with 104 points over Max Taylor. Uh, Taylor will not be there this week, and he'll actually be with me at Barber Motorsports Park for the USF Juniors event as part of the USF Pro Championships. He's doing that program this year. Teddy Musella, 175 points back. Enzo Vidmontien, 178 points back. And the other guy that's been a real stellar junior driver this year and has been in the hunt almost everywhere he goes, Stephen Miller, 183 points back. Long way to go for the championship. Those are the gaps right now. But they've been looking for what could be, which will definitely be a fun battle up front, even though only 17 drivers in the field. Yeah, that's that's the goal for Miller right now is to get get some of those points back. He started as top qualifier in Orlando, and then Rivera took over from there. So every session matters, and he's going to have to be better than Rivera in every single session this weekend to help cut into that gap. Again, don't have to win, but beating him is probably going to be priority number one for Stephen Miller and everybody else in the field, uh, including his you know Rivera's teammate Teddy Musella, uh, Enzo Vidmontien. You know he he's we thought we were going to see a little bit better performance from him or Orlando, but just didn't quite get it. So maybe, maybe he'll step up there uh, when we move over to Texas this weekend. Uh, so yeah, this is going to be a good, again, only 17 drivers doesn't mean it's not going to be a battle. You know, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. That's one thing, you know, we saw Rivera and Taylor go at it for, for the victory there in Orlando. I got to expect to see uh, at least a two to three driver fight for the victory uh, when it comes to uh, Sunday in the main event. Yeah, I think another driver who's really kind of stepped things up over the first quarter of the year, Jackson Wolney for Rawlison Performance Group, has really dialed things in since working with Mike and the crew there. Uh, and then you go over to Speed Concepts Racing with Anthony Martella. He's kind of finding some pace as well. Ty Fisher has been, you know, has shown flashes of big speed as well. So, and same thing with Emma Kate Scarborough, right? We've seen her with Chad Dockett racing on the Cart Republic. She was right up in the fight too. So uh, let's not make sure, let's not kind of, you know, ignore her out of the, out of a conversation for top five, top 10 as well. 
Yeah, she had a fourth place finish there in uh, there in Orlando. So yeah. certainly got to got to be more consistent to be able to challenge for the championship. But you know, to be able to race for the win, she she could be right there. Let's go with uh, KA100 Junior. Another massive field, fifty drivers. They'll be the LCQ in this category. Ernesto Rivera sweeping the opening round of the USPKS, winning both the Junior uh, KA100 and X30. But it is Stephen Miller who had a better overall weekend. He pulls a fifteen-point lead on Rivera into the weekend. Fernando Luque in third spot, one hundred and three points back. Leonardo Scorpioni, one hundred and five back, and Eli Warren, one hundred and thirty-seven back. I find this interesting. Is Luke's on the entry list for junior, but he ran senior at the Scusa Pro Tour? I thought I didn't think you were doing that. Hey, two different uh, organizations. You can, uh, right? That's, that's, again, we don't have a national licensing system that monitors this, Rob. (laughs) I know. Good. So maybe, yeah, good. Uh, Hold on. I got my notes here for the Tim Coyne interview. That'll be one of them as well. Knock that down. Yeah. Knock that right. down. Anyway, yeah, Luke ran Luke ran in the senior category at the at the Pro Tour Winter Nationals uh and back in junior here for this particular event. Uh we will we will not see a Scorpione, we will not see Eli Warren. At least they're not on the entry list that we received. So fourth and fifth place in points, not making the trek to Texas. But there is eleven drivers in the Texas uh from Texas uh, that is running in this uh this category, this KA junior category, which is stacked as we know. You go down through some of the drivers like Santiago Duran from Texas, Diego Guiar there as well. I'm just going through my list. What else we got? Justin Music as well. Tyler Roberts, I think, could be one. Landon Skinner, who's been racing a lot with Speed Sports. He knows that racetrack very well. So, David, lots of Texas drivers, including David Yabara as well on the Tesaro Raceworks CRG. So there's a bunch of drivers from Texas. We'll be focused. Reagan Seville as well, right? Hey, this is our, our track, our home track. They hope to see if they can't get that little bit they need to potentially work their way into the top 10. Yeah, I'm going to put the over under on the weekend. We got eight categories. I'm going to say at least three drivers from Texas will win a main event. So, well, so for those for those betting at home right now, three drivers from Texas will win on the weekend. Wow. All right. So that's that's my uh, that's like my over under. Like uh, again, yeah, this category again kind of go champ i like to go championship again even though it's early but you got to look at every session every That's every it. weekend yeah steven miller was p1 throughout the weekend except for the main event where he slipped to third so that is you know that's a good championship if he can do it again and the same thing you know again helps establish his championship lead uh but you know rivera is going to certainly be be there and i think this category you're going to have a lot more contenders and that's something we saw uh, in Orlando with a lot of drivers that were there to fight for the victory. And then again, Miller just came up a little bit short there in the, uh, in the main event. So, uh, you know, again, this, this one's going to be a little bit more wide open, I think, than the X30. What I like too, is as I kind of scroll up and down through the entry list, there's some of these drivers we've seen that have kind of flirted with the top five, right? They've had top five runs or in some of these big fields, even top 10 runs, top five runs, podium runs. I mentioned Jackson Wolney already in X30, uh, in the X30 junior class, he's going to run in this KA class as well. Uh, you look at a driver as well, like Peyton Westcott, who qualified on pole out of the Challenge of the Americas, a young lady who works uh, with the the Nash Motorsports crew, right? Um, and, and we know that she is going to be continuing to get faster and faster. You go to the Scusa race at Orlando, Chase Busalia with GWR Racing was able to get a podium finish. Turner Brown's getting podium finishes now as well. These guys are Again, they, they will see a lot of development, right, through the young drivers who may be new to this uh, junior category throughout the season. But there are drivers we're seeing find their way now into the top 10, into the top five, and eventually onto the podium to battle for race wins. 
Yeah. And that's why I think this one's a little bit more wide open. Again, you got 50 drivers. So that adds, that increases the percentage of drivers or the number of drivers that are going to be able to contend because, and again, as you said, drivers are improving as the season goes along because now we're entering the end of the fourth month of the year. So drivers have been racing two weekends, three weekends over the last four months. Yeah. So that's a lot of track time gets, builds up a little bit more confidence every time they get out there. And as you said, once you get that first podium, you start to improve and get, gives, gives you a couple more as well. That's it. Austin Olds, Alex Mercado, Ty Fisher, Santiago Duran, Salvador Della Vecchia. This field is John, John Antonino. This field is absolutely stacked. Ethan Tovo. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun to watch in this particular category. So we'll see who ends up pulling away with it in the, the junior class. Miller and Rivera really kind of have been the uh, stars of the fields in junior this year. But again, as I said, everybody continues to get more and more speed. Uh, throughout this season let's go to the from the juniors to the elder statesmen of the program drivers 30 years of age and older the ka 100 masters class 20 entries total mike rollison from rpg uh winning uh, the opening round at orlando but it is martin stone the super nationals winner who has the point lead coming in with 40 markers over rollison Laurentu mardan on the techno only 46 backs alex doncho 83 back tommy anderson 120 back no Mardan in this weekend, which is surprising because uh, Mardan and the, and the Technocart USA crew have been, you know, longtime supporters of the USPKS. I'm not sure whether or not they're just not entered yet. Dancho's not in there as well, but David's six drivers, uh, a third of the field, almost a third of the field coming from Texas. Yes, Texas. Again, that's this is one of those categories where I think we'll see a Texas winner. You have Martin Stone, you have Miguel Mir, who have been the top drivers. Uh, in the Texas Sprint Racing Series. So they have a lot of laps there at Agreed. the uh, Speed yeah. Sports. Good point. You got Scott Cherry, another driver from Texas as well, too. So, you know, that this this, this is one of those categories where, you know, there's a lot of drivers that, that can contend. It's just who's going to be able to beat Mike Rollison. I think that's <laughs> really yeah. what it boils down to yeah. because it was Rollison who beat himself because he should be leading the championship and have a perfect record, but it was a, a broken lost battery that uh that took it that in a heat race that took away 100 points gave him a disqualification for yep. not having the battery and being underweight so uh so that's kept him out of the championship lead obviously putting martin stone there uh in the top spot but he has the ability to be quick there there's no doubt about it he's a former vegas winner as well too uh so it, that that's really what it boils down to is is who can beat mike rollison i think stone mirror are going to help lead the way Again, this is their home racetrack, but you got a lot of a lot of contenders in this field that could be right there. Yeah, think about these. I'll just let me throw a couple of names out here for you. A handful of names of guys that are always up front and can win any race in in one of these categories. Tim Meyer being one, the Californian. You've got Scott Cop uh, from from uh, Wisconsin. Nikki Coelho. For, this is a guy that's been racing top level, had run top level carts back in the '90s. He's done sports car race or, or uh, Formula car racing. Uh, Coelho coming back to run the Masters category with Merlin. There's a lot of going to be a lot of information out of the Merlin crew in this particular category. They'll get it as well from the senior class uh, with the guys there. Mario Barrios, we know, can run up front if he puts it all together. Tommy Anderson, already a top five in points. Uh, you know, Tommy, of course, Dave, good to see him back, number one. But number two, the kid's got great speed, right? I still call him a kid. He's a master's driver, but he's, it's hilarious, right? Yeah. But yeah, T Tommy Anderson for sure could be a driver who could go for the race win. Yeah, so there's a lot of contenders that could be right there. Uh, and then Adam Kreppen, who was an official in Orlando, getting back behind the wheel and uh, making his uh, K100 Masters debut.
And always great to see the Carapelotti brothers, right? Scott and Kim both running. Uh, again, veteran drivers who have been running national-level racing for so many years. Legendary name in the sport of karting in the U.S., the Carapelotti. So great to have them there as well. Final break, folks. When we get back, we'll have a little look at Mini Swift and Micro Swift. We'll wrap it all up as we cap off the outlap for this coming weekend's USPKS Texas Grand Prix. Motor mounts. They keep your engine attached to your chassis, right? The answer is they're much more important than that. Your motor mount is critical in transferring 100% of the power from your engine through to your tires and the racetrack. You need this to get on the podium each and every time you race. Odenthal Racing Products is here for you, providing the best motor mounts on the karting market today, all designed to make sure you're using all the horsepower you pay for. Odenthal Racing Products is a family-owned and operated business with decades of karting experience in providing products with unmatched quality and value for our racing community. The Pro Series mount for two cycle engines, which is available in zero, five, and eight degree inclinations, provides a rigid structure to help keep vibration to a minimum without adding too much weight to your setup. The four cycle easy set system is one of the most popular mounts for the Briggs & Stratton 206 power plant. Multiple mounting holes provide the most adjustability depending on your chassis and seat placement. To ensure a tight fit to your chassis, our ORP wedge clamps get the job done. And they feature a number of design updates to provide a lower profile and lighter weight. The clamps are available from 28mm to 32mm in both standard and Euro style sizes. And now, Odenthal has also revolutionized the karting industry with its new EasyGP camera mounting system. Designed to mount anywhere on your chassis with one or two cameras, the ORP Easy GP camera mount is your solution to capture that onboard winning moment. Head to OdenthalRacing.com and find a dealer near you. Odenthal Racing Products, proudly made in the USA. Winning takes top quality equipment, flawless preparation, experienced coaching, and passion. And at Team GFC, we live our passion. Developed by American karting champion Gary Carlton, the GFC chassis has become one of the newest brands to reach the top of the podium in North America. GFC has garnered victories and championships at all levels of the sport since its debut at the end of 2018. Shipper car drivers are at the front of the field in the GT14 frame, with the SS31 a consistent contender in tag and 100cc competition. Team GFC has arrive and drive packages available for all categories, including the mini and micro classes utilizing the GFC RR5 cadet chassis. These young pilots have the opportunity to be part of the Team GFC Young Driver Development Program. Learn from one of the best American carters with 28 years racing at the highest levels in the sport, offering personalized training on and off the track. Follow GFC Karting on Facebook and Instagram or click over to gfccarting.com to learn more about joining Team GFC. GFC, live your passion. Looking for that extra edge? Comet Racing Engines is your answer. The engine service program from Comet Kart Sales has been winning from coast to coast at all levels and different forms of the sport. Lead engine builders Mark Harrison and Gary Lawson have decades of karting experience, providing racers the power to reach the top step of the podium. 
Comet Racing Engines continually perform track and dyno tests to provide their customers with the cutting edge in engine performance. Comet specializes in Yamaha KT100, IAMI Swift, IAMI X30, IAMI Leopard, and Rock engines. Trackside and customer support are the cornerstones of the Comet Racing Engines business, ensuring each and every customer receives personal attention and the help they need to achieve the best results. Engine rentals are available at all the events that Comet attends in 2018, including WKA, SCUSA, USPKS, and the Route 66 Sprint Series. Contact the Comet team today at CometCartsales.com or by calling 317-462-3413. If you're looking to step up your engine program, send it to Comet Racing Engines. Welcome back for the final segment of our Outlap Preview Podcast for this weekend's Texas Grand Prix, round two of the USPKS Series at Speed Sports Racing Park in New Caney, Texas, just a little north of Houston. Uh, we'll jump now into the Mini Swift category. My name is Rob Howdigan, joined by David Cole to wrap things up here. 46 entries in Mini, 39 in Micro. Wow. Uh, Lucas Palacio, uh, definitely a driver that everybody puts the focus on. They got the stopwatch on Lucas anytime he's on the racetrack. He was the winner of the opening round, holds a 75-point lead over Tristan Murphy coming into round number two. Max Christie right there in the number one, uh, probably 160 points back. Kai Mars, same, 160 back. And Asher Moon, 170 back. All three of those drivers will be focusing on maximizing points in every session. Nine drivers out of the Tex out of the state of Texas, but Lucas Palacio, he'll have the target on him, David, when he rolls into Houston. He certainly will. And qualifying was the only session he didn't come away with the top spot. You know, that went to Ashton Moon, who, as you said, is sitting fifth in the championship, 170 points back. So look, look how much of a difference it can make from Friday to Sunday. You could right. be the top dog on Friday, end up being fifth at the end of the weekend uh, when it when it comes to the championship. So it makes for an interesting weekend uh, when when a lot of things can happen, and a lot of points can move around. So Palacio, yeah, he's the target. You know, that's that's kind of been it. You know, I, I don't recall how things went in uh, the mini swift category for the Supercarts USA weekend. But uh, but for USPKS, it, it was Palacio uh, that really set the tone. And so who's going to be able to be there? You got only nine drivers from Texas. So a few drivers with the home track knowledge uh, to be able to battle with that. But then there's a lot of yeah. drivers that have been that have been there all weekend, all week long testing and getting ready. Yeah. this weekend for the Texas drivers, David, probably like a Bobby Klein, Nicholas or Bezo, maybe probably Bobby Klein. I think will maybe be the, the primary guy that could step things up for, for the Texas co contingent. But like you said, there's going to be so many drivers that have got, you know, they were a lot of guys were there this past weekend, kind of on a warm up weekend, you know, Alan got it set up. A lot of guys were on track. So, so you're, you're looking at guys like Rocco Simone, right? Royce Vega, who's had a good start to the season. Travis Pettit had a great run as well. He was up on the podium at the Scusa race at Orlando. Tristan Murphy was a race winner. Super Nats winner, Michael McGoy. Just Jackson Gibson, another Super Nats winner. He won in micros, moved up to mini. But man, you got guys that know how to run at the top level. And then again, Mateo Calderon as well, right? Just coming off a victory uh, at Sonoma in the Challenge of the Americas. So a lot of momentum for all of these drivers coming into this weekend. Yeah. And again, experience. I think that's the one thing Palacio kind of has on everybody. He actually just yeah. went over to Europe and raced uh, WSK weekend, so, uh, was among the top 10 runners there. But uh, I believe an incident dropped him out of the top 10 that weekend. But uh, still just a lot of experience out of the young kid. Uh, so I think but that's that has him 
ahead of everybody else right now. I think they're they're still just trying to trying to keep up, and uh, we'll see kind of who is going to be that driver or drivers that battle him for the championship this year. We, you know, guys, we I've talked about it in races: Fion Shi, Marco Samet, uh, Marco Romaro, a Romero rather. But then, how about Antonio Pizzonianito, right, coming off the Winter Series Championship in Scusa, moves immediately from micro up into mini. Uh, how does he? Uh, you know, rise to the challenge of battling some of these top drivers who maybe have one, two, three years of mini already. Yeah, he finished third in uh, yeah. in Orlando. Certainly racing at Orlando probably helped. So this is a new racetrack for him. So we'll see kind of how he measures up. I know he was a little erotic out there, you know, all over the place. Neur- neurotic is what I meant. Um, erratic? It, yeah, erratic. <laughs> That's what I meant. I know. Um, just kind of all over the place in terms of blocking and swerving. And so the heat races were not very kind to him uh, because there was obviously a lot of uh, drivers trying to get by him, but uh, he was able to manage a a podium finish. So a good run for him sitting six right now in the championship. So yeah, we'll see if another month of growth is, is going to help him and uh, be a little bit more consistent in this move up into the Mini Swift. That's it, right? That's part of it. You know, they come up for the first time out of micro into Mini. It's they're, you know, they're into a, into, into a deeper pond and, uh, and they just got to kind of get focused and, and understand how to race at that level. So uh, speaking of micro, though, nine, uh, 39 drivers in the micro category. Parker Ives was the driver who came away with the victory in the opening round of the USPKS. So he holds a 70 point lead over uh, Aston Wyatt. Maxwell Macha, 70 points back as well. Uh, Juan Diego Garcias is 137 points back. And Colton Schneegenberg, 140, uh, 141 points back. Another great group of Texas drivers. Again, hey, listen, obviously USPKS has been this East Coast program. David said the first time they've been west of the Mississippi. Speed Sports, Texas has been dying for a major national race. They haven't had one since this track has been built. So finally, a, you know, a track coming. And it was Mark Coates and USPKS. And listen, to be real, I'd hope for more Texas drivers in KA100 Master. But David, they're arriving in all the other categories. 14 drivers in micro, all coming from the state of Texas. Yeah, and Texas has been a big supporter over the last couple of years of the USPKS. So that certainly has helped, you know, focus uh, an event going down there. And and so, you know, Speed Sports was obviously a great, a great opportunity and great location to do that. So Texas drivers have been strong here in the USPKS. So great to see a number of them in the micro category because again that's where the future stars are going to be coming from is this is in this division you got to look to the championship contenders aston wyatt you know he's racing at his home track of speed sports mm-hmm. he could be one of those texas winners you know certainly you know being able to defend the home turf so you gotta you gotta pick him as one of the favorites going into the weekend yeah, we, we already talked about guys like like uh, Parker Ives leading the points. Maxwell Macho, of course, as well. Pasha Ali, I think another driver who's kind of dialing things in this year. I, I, I would expect that Pasha will battle for uh, top five, potentially a race win as well. Pasha's a Texan, but running with the Parallel USA crew. Uh, other drivers like Josh Bergman, we've talked about a little bit. Bergman on that Sodi cart. We're seeing that kind of step up the, the Sodi cart program, step up a little bit, David. There's other drivers in this field. Again, they're so young. You know they're going to get quicker and quicker. Every time they come out to the racetrack, they're going to get better and better. Yeah, I wouldn't expect to, or I wouldn't doubt to see a completely different top five. Sure, you know, you because again, <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of drivers we're still learning about, and as you said, there's been a lot of drivers that have gained a lot of momentum over the last couple of weeks, even uh, going into this weekend. So don't be surprised to see a, a unique or different top five uh, by the time the weekend ends.
Parker Ives will come in as a Micro Swift point leader over Aston Wyatt, as we said, though. But that wraps up this edition of our Outlap Preview podcast. Uh, David, you're going to be there uh, throughout the weekend. Uh, when do you when do you roll? Are you, you leaving on Thursday morning, or when you, when are you heading out there? Thursday morning, flight is at 7 a.m. I believe wow. I land around 1 p.m. Texas time. So, uh, yeah, excited to uh, stop off at In-N-Out Burger and then get to the racetrack. <laughs> that's it, man. Just do it. <laughs> Don't sneeze on the Freddy's Burger, though. I told you. that's a good. You, you've had it before. Well, it's pretty solid. It, yeah, it's cool. If it, what, again, In-N-Out's 20 minutes away. So I figure on the way to the racetrack, I can make a little detour and go that that route. And then right. uh, the rest of the weekend, you got Freddie. Again, I'm staying right there at the near the racetrack. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if I just end up eating Domino's all weekend long. <laughs> oh, David. <laughs> I'm just going to say, there's so many fantastic restaurants around that are just come a little bit more down the highway. Well, uh, there's a great mall there with a ton of great restaurants. You got to check those places. Then people need to send me their top fives or their top should. threes. They you should. know, they and should. then where uh, should where should either. David eat that's not Again, Domino's? I'm going to burgers, I'm, pizzas. I'm pushing that know. out on. I'm going to push that out on social media. <laughs> if there's a good Mexican joint, I'll oh, even, I'll even go there. No, the Mexican place that the Rudolphs took took Alicia and I is fantastic. That's a great little place for sure. Anyways, folks, <laughs> follow EKN on our social media uh, for the 2023 USPKS Texas Grand Prix. You can listen live throughout the weekend on ecardinews.com slash live. We'll stream the audio from the Cart Chaser broadcast for those of you who maybe, maybe can't tune in. You could be rolling down the road in the car, whatever it may be. Always follow us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We'll have a lot going on there. You know, just look up the, the hashtags as well, EKN at USPKS or hashtag Texas GP uh, and David, of course, will have you know daily race reports. We've got interviews, all the stuff that we do as part of our EKN trackside coverage. We do appreciate all the, the kind comments that uh, we get from everybody, and the interviews have been good. Pe- people are loving the scale videos, they're loving the post race interviews. David, it's uh, the, the content's on point, and and uh, again, we're just there to chronicle the sport and archive it for for the future. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and excited to be uh, heading to Speed Sports for the first time, and and get to uh, take part in. USPKS first trip to Texas and again every this weekend is just going to be phenomenal I can I, I the anticipation is killing me right you're gonna love it you're at it's it's great racetrack great place to uh, watch some action for sure uh, hopefully some of the people that come out there to do a lot of the uh, rental car races there I'll say hey you know what I want to check out this big event hopefully we'll get some fans there as well folks thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of the EK and uh, Outlap our preview podcast number 56 of the USPKS Speed Sports uh, Racing Park, Texas Grand Prix. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to follow along all weekend long. David Cole, we're providing coverage Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And it's going to be a tremendous weekend in Texas. Again, thanks so much for tuning in, folks. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. Bye.